Welcome to the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast, where we invite you into a journey of healing and personal transformation that will radically change your divorce experience, heal your heart while refining your character, and set you up to be effective and feel empowered as you navigate the practical and emotional challenges of divorce. I'm your host, Karen McMahon, founder of Journey Beyond Divorce. My divorce brought me to my knees, and it also transformed me and set me on this path to help you. Our team of JBD coaches support men and women to engage in divorce with more calm, clarity, and confidence through our one-on-one coaching, group programs, online courses, and free resources. The neutral zone is kind of the same. It's the space and the time between what is ended and what is yet to begin. It's really an empty space. And it kind of can feel terrifying because it leaves you in that vast unknown. It leaves you in the dark. And it does require like a great deal of faith and trust that something will be there after the ending. Even though you can't see it yet, you've left the old self-image and you've entered into a new area of your consciousness and one you may have never explored before. Welcome to JBD Team Talks with your host, Karen McMahon. During Team Talks, you get a chance to meet our JBD coaches as we discuss challenges and difficulties that are common to everyone facing divorce and provide you with tips and strategies to help you master the art of managing your thoughts, calming your emotions, and intentionally choosing your responses. And now for today's topic. Welcome back to another episode of JBD Team Talks. I'm here today with Carrie Doubts. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Karen. It's great to be here with you and with the listeners again. I just love these podcasts, and I, I hope your listeners love them too. Our listeners, I should say. Our listeners. And today we have something very special for you. Today is how the divorce transition invites personal transformation. This is really an opportunity for you to take a look at how you're viewing the transition and whether your primary viewfinder is external or internal. Carrie, why don't you take it away? Sure. I mean, that's a big mouthful, isn't it? There's a, there's a lot of content that we're going to cover today, but it's really essentially an invitation to just kind of step back from your situation and slow everything down and just take a couple of deep breaths. And we're going to talk you through this a little bit. So it's just another perspective to look at all the chaos and the craziness that may be happening in your life as you're going through um, a divorce. And change absolutely can be stressful. So even changes that you wanted uh, or, you know, that can also be stressful as well. But change is part of life. And when you're going through a divorce, you're experiencing a huge amount of change, both externally and internally. It seems like every moment something in your life is changing. 
Now, we're going to make a distinction here. Change is really what happens on the, on the outside. So we're going to be talking more about transition, and that's really what takes place on the inside, internally, when you're going through a change. And so transition really is the psychological reorientation to the and the inner integration of the changes that take place in your outer world. So the the truth of it is all transitions are going to include loss. And sometimes that loss is really clear to you and to others. And sometimes it appears on more subtle levels. And you may not even know why you're feeling sad and anxious about changes that are coming up. So today's podcast, you're going to learn about transitions. We're going to learn about why it's important to really embrace them fully. And we'll even include an optional little coaching process that you can take yourself through um, when you've listened to this podcast. So let's just dive in and talk about what is transition. And I'm, I'm going to talk about it as like the metaphor of we all understand how a butterfly you know, there, there are stages to the life of a butterfly. It's a caterpillar. It's in the cocoon or the chrysalis. And then it's a butterfly. So the transition process is kind of similar to the something that a butterfly goes through. There, uh, It happens in three distinct phases. So there's the ending part, which is, you know, the caterpillar, you know, um, is going along life thinking it's a caterpillar for the rest of its days, right? Then something ends, you know, the caterpillar, um, you know, stops being a caterpillar and goes into the next stage. So there's the endings and, a, you know, divorce, the end of a relationship, that's, that's pretty clear, isn't it? So there's the ending part. There's the middle part, which we call the neutral zone. And that's when the the caterpillar is now inside the chrysalis. And then there's the new beginning. And that's the transformation that has taken place during the time of the neutral zone that really launches you into your new life. That's the life of the butterfly. So let's talk a little bit about these, each of these phases in a little bit more detail. So you get a sense of, of where they are. So talking about it in terms of the caterpillar, the ending. So butterfly larvae are caterpillars. And caterpillars don't stay in this stage for very long. And mostly at this stage, all they do is eating and they're growing. And at the end of this growth period, they form themselves into the next stage, the chrysalis. So for it's the end of life for them as far as they know it. And so Talking about it in terms of transition, something always comes to an end when you experience change. And so endings can signal something's gone wrong, something is dying, or something has has completed itself. And uh, you can really follow along in your own process of your relationships ending because there's a clearing process. And they contain the, the following experiences. Uh, there's a disengagement. And this is where you're separating from the old, the familiar. So one or more of the spouses might move out. There's a change of routines. There's a disengagement from the, the usual family life and the usual marital life. 
Then there's dismantling. That's taking apart the old situation or the old reality. And that's, you know, the divorce process is the dismantling of the marriage. And then there's disidentification. So you're letting go of the old self-identity of being the wife or the husband. Um, you are letting go of the marriage of being a we after being a being. Yeah, you're letting go of being a we and becoming a me again. And so the next stage is disenchantment. And we hear this a lot. This is the painful part where we're dropping the illusions that have kept the old situation or the, old, the marriage intact. You're actually starting to see reality for what it is and dropping the way you wished it was. And then the last part of the, the ending is disorientation. So you've arrived at a place where you've never been before. You don't know where to go and you don't know what's next. And it's hard to let go of something or someone because your impulse towards the familiar, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's really terrible, it's still that impulse to remain in the familiar, in the comfort zone, because we already know it. And so each of these stages of ending has their own little sets of fears, of confusion, of grief. And it's really important at this time. We talk about this a lot with our clients. It's time to allow yourself to grieve what's been lost and to really let it go. You know, I love that um, structure that you just gave to because I think it gives uh, our listeners uh, an opportunity to see where they are in that part of the process. So if you're in, if if you're if you're not post, then you're in the process, and and the next stage that you're going to talk about as well. It's almost like you're mapping out. Um, very clearly that you can find yourself maybe in more than one at a time, but that it, it just makes such, it, it brings some logic to mm -hmm. all of the chaos and insanity as you're describing it. Right. You know, when we're lost, we want a map. You know, we want some instructions on how to do this. And this work is based on the work of William Bridges, who's written some amazing books on the subject of transition. So I can't claim this for my own, but it really fits within the divorce context. So that's why I use it. Yeah. And then so we enter into phase two, the neutral zone. And so let's talk about it in terms of the butterfly. So from outside the chrysalis, it doesn't look like much is going on, right? It's just hanging out there. But inside, that's where all the action is. So inside the cocoon, the caterpillar is, is really quickly undergoing a transformation and they call it a metamorphosis. And this is really where the parts of the caterpillar start to rearrange themselves into the parts of the butterfly. It's really kind of fascinating. So the neutral zone is kind of the same. It's the space and the time between what is ended and what is yet to begin. It's really an empty space. And it kind of can feel terrifying because it leaves you in that vast unknown. It leaves you in the dark. And it does require like a great deal of faith and trust that something will be there after the ending. Even though you can't see it yet, you've left the old self-image and you've entered into a new area of your consciousness and one you may have never explored before. And so there's reasons why this can feel uh, so terrifying. And I'll, I'll 
there's four of them. So it's disorienting. We talked about the disorientation that takes place at the ending. You know you're headed somewhere, but you don't know exactly where it is or how you're going to get there or how long this phase will take. This is the question that I get asked. How, how long am I going to be here? As long as you need to be. So we just don't know how long this phase takes. It's also a time of high anxiety. You know, so your life has been really upset by change, which makes you question your ability to handle it, to operate in the new, your sense of being, uh, you know, ready for all of the changes that are happening. You're so much in the, um, the uncertainty of life. It's a vulnerable time. So your weaknesses, your insecurities, or your limitations can be revealed or even amplified during this phase. This is what you, it, it's, it's, it's just such a, a vulnerable time. And, you know, things that you may not have been aware of or you may have been avoiding, they come out into the open to deal with. And it's overwhelming. So the change itself, plus all the emotions combined with it, the uncertainty that you're going with, the uncertainty that everybody else who's involved in the situation is going with, it just can feel like this phase is just too much. Yeah, I, I am just kind of floored at how beautifully this parallels what our clients go through, right? Because at a certain point, there is so much unknown and uh, it's like, the caterpillar is inside quietly uh, working on him or herself. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's really what we're inviting our clients to do. And it's like, yeah, but what's around the corner? And the caterpillar is like, I don't know, but I'm just working. And, and, and that fear and that amplifying your shortcomings and all of that, it just, if you're listening in, I mean, I, I hope you can, you're, you're able to go, oh my God, that, that resonates. That's where I'm at. Or, oh, I guess that's what's next. Um, so, so I love this. This is brilliant. It's interesting when I was writing this, I could imagine myself like thinking of the, as the caterpillar going, how long is it going to be? You know, how, how long, <laughs> this is painful. It's just like all these parts are getting rearranged and, you know, it's dark in here and I don't know what's next. I mean, I saw this great cartoon when I was doing the research on it and there's these two caterpillars talking and there's a butterfly over ahead. And the cat, one caterpillar says to the other, this is like, you'll never get me up in one one of those things. <laughs> That's great. So That's it great. is that total unawareness of what's next. And we you know, it's know. interesting. It's like, I was thinking about while you were speaking, the caterpillar can't go back no, and it can't yet go forward. Right. And isn't that how so many of us feel? It's like, I, I don't want what I came from and I don't know what I'm going to, and I'm I'm not sure how to get there. And it's this this great in between. Yeah. Um, and and to your point, uh, we're such a human doings instead of human beings. And this is really uh, focusing on just being and trusting and allowing that transition to become the transformation. So beautiful. Yeah. That is absolutely tr so true because if, you know, I've been going through my own transition, as you know, my, my husband died seven months ago and, and I've been in the cocoon and they're thinking of it in that way has actually kind of helped me because it, it makes 
it helps me make sense of where I am and why I need to stay there and that there's some protection, you know, that the, the cocoon is the place where it's safe to do this work. And so that really that's my message to the listeners here. It's safe to be here. It may not feel safe, but it actually is safe. And I'm hearing that it really invites us to minimize our judgment about it. Yeah. This this is, you're you're exactly in this place for whatever period of time. Uh, There's value in it. You may not understand it, but you don't have to beat yourself up for not moving Mm -hmm. forward fast enough. And and it's not a bad thing, you know? It's not a bad thing. So it's it is it's here for you. It's everything that's happening inside this cocoon is happening for you. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like to like look at the neutral zone as that's really the rich period of time that can be the transformational opportunity if you invite yourself to see it that way. Because opportunity is it's like it's it's everywhere. And in the neutral zone, you start to realize that everything and anything is possible. This is where people who have been locked in a marriage that uh, they've been trying to make it work and all of a sudden their partner says, you know, we're ending this. Then I've had clients just, well, I don't have to live in this city anymore. I, I could move anywhere I want. I could take up this job over, you know, it's like opportunity really starts to become the, the main um, thing to look for, you know, and it is a creative time. So there's just so many times your life can transform into something new and it does reveal hidden strengths and hidden talents that you may not even know you had. So while the change can reveal your weaknesses and your vulnerabilities, it also reveals these strengths and capabilities. And you may just discover hidden talents that you didn't even know that you had. Mm-hmm. And so you're no longer also you know, spending your time and your energy dealing with the illusions that kept you stuck in the old ways. There's like a freedom of, oh, I can just really let go of that. I can let go of the old ways, the old relationships, the old situations that I've outgrown. And it does take time. The neutral zone takes time. You can't rush through it, no matter how uncomfortable it feels. It's really best to consider yourself surrendering into this phase of the process in order to be ready for the next. You know, what What it makes me think of, Carrie, is uh, I remember seeing this in a kid's show once, like uh, you want someone to help you. You want someone to get you out of this. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you want you want a fast forward button. And yet if someone comes over to a chrysalis and starts helping the caterpillar mm-hmm. out, they die. Like mm-hmm. the entire process is so vitally important for a reason. And it's kind of the same thing with us. Like if someone comes along and, and takes that work away and, 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 uh, and shortcuts uh, the process that you're going through, through divorce, and this does happen, then, then this next transformational part is, is stolen from you. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that next chapter becomes very different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's really important to, I, I want to like say that in another way. So it, we're now talking about phase three 
you know, where you're arriving at your new beginning and you're, you know, this is when the butterfly first emerges from the chrysalis, its wings are soft and they're folded against its body, you know, because the butterflies had to fit all these new parts inside the cocoon, right? And so the the, the butterfly has to struggle its wet, own way outside the, the cocoon. And as soon as it's rested, after coming out, it's going to pump blood into the wings. You you know you see this on the on the videos and things to get them working and to get them flapping, and it, it's a struggle, you know. And and to your point, if somewhere somewhere we're trying to help it, you know, like break open the thing, it it needs that struggle to like build up its muscle to be able to ready be ready to fly, and you know. In about three, four hour period, the butterfly is going to master flying and its transformation is complete. You know, it's now the butterfly. So once you get through the neutral zone, you do reach phase three, the final phase of this internal transition process. And in this phase, you're ready for your new beginning. You're ready to have new growth, new activities, new opportunities, new people, new places. You know, it's like you really sense that readiness for it. And I want to talk, just give a word of caution here, just so people understand this. As much as you may want to be complete with the neutral zone and have all that uncertainty and doubt behind you, it's sometimes difficult to know when your new beginning has actually arrived. Mm. And you might find yourself grasping at anything to call it your new beginning. Oh, I'm going to go on the dating app. I'm going to, oh, this is it. This is the new, you know. And I, I caution people to slow down here, you know, because opportunities are like doors. It's like, Imagine you hold a key to a particular door at the time when you've completed this inner realignment to necessary. You're going to try a few doors and they're not going to open, perhaps, with your key. You know, it's like it looks like an opportunity. You put the key in and it doesn't open. And if it doesn't open, you just simply tell yourself, I can go to the next one. This this one is not the opportunity for me. Instead of demanding, you know, beating down the door and getting upset that this one isn't the one. And so, yeah, it's it's again, the the way through this is not speeding up through it. Because that's really not going to gain you anything. You'll get a bunch of false starts. You'll get a bunch of opportunities that don't open. You'll make a whole bunch of mistakes that you then have to undo, like, you know, uh, dating the wrong person or moving to the wrong city or, you know, it's, it's just a word of caution is to really slow down and let yourself, your inner process Take its time of maturation so that you really know that you know that you know that your work is complete in the transition in that middle zone. You're going to start to answer these really big questions of who am I really and what do I want? And something that you said I think is so important, which is when you're on the other side of the neutral zone, there's still going to be struggle. You are going to have to pump your wings. You are going to have to regain your strength. You are going to have to rebuild your confidence. And so I think sometimes people get to that point and it's like, and now what? And why in the world is this happening? And and if you can see it as, wow, I've come so far and now in my new self, in this new place that I am, there's still going to be some struggle, some hard work to be done. Mm-hmm. 
so that I can then truly stand in this new place. I love that you put that out there. Going through a divorce is challenging. It involves many issues, legal, financial, emotional, and social, and requires the guidance of a seasoned legal team to achieve optimal outcomes. That's the promise of Laufer, Delena, Jensen, Bradley, and Doran. Choosing the right family lawyer could be the most important decision you make in the divorce process. There's life after divorce, and Laufer's team helps you to get there. Providing options to mediate, arbitrate, collaborate, or litigate, the firm handles issues such as alimony, custody, child support, and equitable distribution. Each case is staffed with both a male and female attorney as their clients benefit from having both gender perspectives on their side, and that distinguishes their firm. You can get your free consultation today by calling 973-285-1444 and mention that you heard about them on the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast. I'm trying to think of of, uh, a client story where um, this is a question that I get asked fairly often. And that's when somebody say it's still in the divorce process and they're asking me, well, is it okay to date? And, you know, I'm not going to tell somebody that it's okay or not okay to date. No. I'm going to turn the question back to them and I say, well, how ready do you feel uh, to date? What, what would having, you know, what would dating and getting into a new relationship do for you? And and, I, and and the intention behind it, are you dating yeah. because you're lonely? Are you dating because you're ready? Or you, you know, like, right. so, so really exploring, um, exploring that. And so often, right. People go out and date and then their wounds is just like salt yes. in the wound because, yes. because you haven't healed enough right. to, right. To go out and just make it a sociology experiment and <laughs> meeting people you're, you know, you're like taking everything very personally, which yes. Yeah. which is part of that struggle in that new yeah. phase. Yeah. And am I ready? Yeah. It's like some part of you knows when you're ready, mm-hmm. where, you know, you've unpacked the learning from the ending. You've unpacked the learning from this divorce. You've learned more about yourself at this point than you probably ever thought that you would. And that is when you know that the transformation is complete, where you, you take the gift that this divorce has given to you and you really express it in that way. And I want to share, I have a a woman that I've been working with and she, she went through the divorce and, you know, so, so I want to say that she, um, when, when she emerged through the chrysalis, that, that hard work, that learning to flap your wings actually really came to the forefront in her relationship with her parents and her relationship with her direct supervisor. And what was fascinating was to be able to take, take, take the lessons from relationship and through the divorce to find her new self, to find her voice, to, 
um, really struggled with, you know, do I stay? Do I go to a new place? Do I go on the adventure I want to go on? And she was willing to keep it slow enough and not make any rash decisions. And when she finally, and she did, she, she left the company. She's actually going on a grand adventure. Um, it was like, a beautiful butterfly with really strong wings and mm. really excited about the next adventure. And mm. it really was because of the, the depth of work uh, that she did, that she used the chrysalis as that transformational opportunity. And so I think that that's, we know that that is available for each one of you who are listening. Uh, we fight it sometimes, and yet it's so beautiful and valuable when we can trust the process. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'll describe a little bit the process that we're offering to you for a little self-coaching around this. And um, because it's going it, to, all you'll need for this is a piece of paper or a couple of pieces of paper, a pen, and some spacious time to be by yourself to really uh, unpack and, and uh, answer, respond to these questions, and then really meet yourself in your responses and think about deeply about uh, about what's available to you, you here. So I'll just, I'm going to describe it very briefly. And then um, I know in the show notes, we're going to include a link that will uh, take you to the actual written questions and you can take yourself through the process. So the, the main thing is that you'll be bringing to mind an area in your life where you're going through a difficult life changes. It could be a current situation, could be one that's from your past. But it's really, if you're thinking about this, it's, it's the one that popped into your head. It's the, the obvious one. You know, you're going through a divorce or you're going through um, custody changes or something like that. So there's questions. And so when you're taking yourself through this, just give yourself plenty of time to answer the questions. So the first question is, what changes have you been going through recently? And then identify for yourself which stage of the transition that you're currently in. Is it the ending or is it the neutral zone or is it the new beginning? And then identify for yourself what's the biggest challenge that you're dealing with as you're going through this, this phase of the transition. And then here's a really interesting question. And sometimes people don't quite know how to, to answer it, but give yourself the space and knowing that you do have the answer. What is the transformation you're seeking? Or said another, what is it that you'd rather be experiencing than this? You know, we can do it by the contrast, right? So what is the positive trans transformation you're seeking? Or what is it that you don't want to be experiencing? And then give yourself some time after answering that question to take four intentional breaths. And this is just to give yourself space to slow down, to slow down your thinking, to really get yourself in your body and centered in the, the wisdom of your heart and into the intelligence of your intuition. And so the first breath, you're just going to take in a deep breath and think of the word acknowledging. You're just going to acknowledge everything that's here, everything that's happening. And he's, as you breathe in that breath of acknowledgement, just allow your body to relax into the awareness that's here for you now. There's just a lot going on. 
And then take in a next breath of acceptance, just letting go of needing to have this be any different than the way it is for just for right now. Just accepting that this is the way it is right now. And then take in a deep breath of appreciation. And appreciation, it's not only appreciation for the ways this situation has helped you and served you, you know, and maybe it still is, maybe it's not, but it's a breath of appreciation for yourself also, for all the ways that you are transforming your life and trying to make a better life for yourself and for your children, and for your families and everything. So appreciate yourself. And then this last breath is a breath of allowing. And when we say allowing, it's allowing this transformational energy to become what it wants to become. And so we'll explore that question with an, another set of questions. And when you have at, you've had that last breath of allowing, ask yourself, what wants to happen here? What's the potential? that's emerging in this situation. Spend a lot of time on answering this question. The next one is, who is this asking you to be? Or what qualities are being asked of you right now? Maybe patience, maybe courage, it may be um, compassionate self-forgiveness, who knows? What, are, what the qualities there that is, the situation is calling forward from you? And then once you've answered that, start to think about what's your next step. Just take a deep breath and listen to the step that comes to you from this space. And so that's really the process. You know, you'll, you'll come from this process with a lot of self-awareness, with a lot of knowledge about where you are, why it's important for you to be here right now, and some steps that you could take. And they, they don't have to be big, gigantic steps like move to Texas. It could be just, you know, call Fred, you know, call Sophie, you know, and, and talk to her about blah, 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 blah. You know, so that's the self-coaching process that we have for you. And um, I have some practice, practical suggestions for ending this, uh, this conversation. But is there anything you want to add here, Karen, before I launch into that? Yeah, I, what I love about this entire conversation is while there's all of these moving pieces and chaos and court and decisions, like all that outer noise you just created in this conversation here in Team Talks, this cocoon for quieting all of that and focusing on the most important piece of all of this, which is how you as the listener uh, could, can consciously and intentionally choose to look at, understand, and navigate this season of transition that you're in. So, so I love that. Um, I think that's the main thing that I want to say is it's just you've created this safe, quiet opportunity um, to shift. And that's really what we try and do in our private coaching. And I think that the exercise is brilliant. And I just want to say that, um, and it will be in the show notes, but if you don't tend to look at those, you're going to search up the name of this podcast, right? How Divorce Transition Invites Personal Transformation on our website. And there will be a link to all of the questions that 
Carrie is asking. And if you really are enjoying just Carrie's way, which I delight in, um, you can click the rapid relief uh, call link in the show notes and you'll get to talk directly to Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. We could take you through the process or talk about anything that's important to you. So, so just, you know, in closing, I just want to, to give some practical suggestions because, you know, we're practical people. We, we want you to be able to use this. So accept that this is your, uh, accept your need right now for this time to explore and for, to discover who you truly are and what you really want. And again, slow down, take the time to be in solitude so you can actually hear your inner guidance. A lot of times we want to distract ourselves with, you know, staying in the externals, you know, Mm -hmm. but this is a time to go quiet, go in, go in and slow down. And a really great way to uh, enhance this process is start a journal. You know, this is a great place for you to express yourself, to be with yourself and to be with what you're experiencing and go on a modern day vision quest or a personal development retreat. There's so many of these great uh, weekend retreats where um, I love, you know, many of these places offer like silent retreats where you just can go and be in nature and be in a really uh, reflective space. And find someone to talk to, you know, it's a therapist, a coach, you know, we're really um, here for you in that, a neutral third party to help you gain clarity on what's next. And I mean neutral, not somebody who has perhaps a hidden agenda um, that you come out of your cocoon at any certain time or place or or way that suits them okay well <laughs> the last thing yeah well put yeah be patient you know what separates a false start from your new beginning is your awareness and really your self-honesty so trust your heart it knows the difference between that wishful thinking of i want to be out of this now and it knows the difference between that and the truth. You know, and I think everything that you just described is such an invitation into quiet um, versus the the loud, chaotic happenings of divorce. And it's in that quiet and that centeredness that you are going to be able to hear your inner wisdom and your intuition. And it would make sense if your marriage has been chaotic, that um, that this feels uncomfortable at first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually had a client say, I know it's healthy, but I'm like jumping out of my skin. Well, that's yeah. because you had decades of like this outer chaos that you engaged in. And so, so if you're coming from a very chaotic situation, and this feels uncomfortable. You're you're in the right neighborhood. Keep on going. Right, right. I mean, the the um, reliance on the outer chaos and the drama and the stimulation that's out there, it can be quite addictive. Yes. You know, and just to to realize that that your body and your emotions are kind of addicted to the adrenaline rush of being upset all the time. And so that can be really eye-opening when you say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to the adrenaline rush of the drama. Mm. And, you know, when, when we realize that, it's like, okay, 
what do you do when you realize that you've got an unhealthy attachment to something that's taking you nowhere? Absolutely. I had a client who said, I'm not, I'm not fighting with my soon to be ex. His, his wife was the high conflict personality. I'm not, I'm not fighting with her anymore, but I, I, I don't know what word to use it. I kind of feel bored and we like had a good (laughs) chuckle over it because he was like, what do I do with all of this like space and quiet and calm? And it was, it was a couple of decades of this noise and chaos and engaging and arguing and taking the bait. And so, you know, when we step through our comfort zone of what we're used to, especially in a situation like this, you know, this is good for you. Um, so, so uncomfortable, uncomfortable often happens because it's unfamiliar and mm-hmm. this is an uncomfortable that would be very good for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, think of it as returning to your essential self. Mm. You know, at the core of us, everyone, every single person is an essence that is whole, complete, capable, and uh, able to do this because it is who you are at the core. It's just we've forgotten. We've got these layers of attitudes and habits and patterns that we've identified as ourselves. But this is a practice, you know, in slowing down to meet yourself at your essence of the the true who of who you are. Beautiful. And I think that's a beautiful place to end. Carrie, you always bring these beautiful structures and paradigms and weight and perspectives to our listeners. And I just so appreciate this one. How Divorce Transition Invites Personal Transformation. Uh, Look it up on the website, grab uh, that link that has the questions and that self-coaching exercise in there. And Carrie, thank you so much. Today was wonderful. Thank you, Karen. It's always a delight to be here and and just uh, my own personal just encouragement to everybody. Try it. You'll like it. Beautiful. And stay tuned for our next episode of JBD Team Talks. Until then, bye. Thanks for joining us on the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast. I hope you found guidance and encouragement to help you along your journey. If you like my podcast, please take a minute to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. You can also visit us at jbddivorcesupport.com, where our team of coaches support both men and women through our one-on-one coaching group programs, online courses, and free resources. Stay tuned for our next episode, and I'll talk to you soon.